Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the return of the Trail Show, or should I say, welcome to the new beginning of a brand new show called the Trail and Eddie Show. Mm. Guys, I have missed talking with y'all. I have missed giving you guys the best advice that I can give you, and now I have some help because I realized that I couldn't do it on my own. I realized that my knowledge was just too much for me to work on every day <laughs> and think about, and now I got some help, Mr. Eddie. Please introduce yourself. What's up? My name is Eddie Guerra, and I'm going to be here to hop on and be a co-host of The Trail Show, and I'm looking forward to being able to give off what I know and my experience of life and be able to give the best advice and everything. Just make sure we have a good time on this podcast, and you know how it is. We bring the vibes no matter what. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, or should I say welcome to the brand new trail show and I'm very excited to be back. Um, I've missed you guys. I've missed working with you guys, talking with you guys, letting you guys in on my brain, and picking my knowledge. But now I have help. I have got a new school. I've got a new place to live. And I realized that the trail show, in order for it to stay running, I have to have some help. So now I have a awesome co-host. His name is Eddie, great friend of mine. Mr. Eddie, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? What's up? My name is Eddie Guerra, and I am currently a freshman at MacU. Uh, I'm an athlete. I play soccer here, and I'm honestly really excited to be able to be on this podcast show with Trail and be able to be a co-star on this. I'm excited to be able to work with you guys, be able to work with Trail, and be able to work with the rest of the team. I'm just really excited to be able to... Um, give off these experiences and all the stuff that I know and you know the vibes we're going to keep them here so yeah and for today's episode or should I say for the new structure of how the trail show is going to work I am going to try to have guest stars every single episode maybe people you know maybe most likely people you don't know but that's okay because we're here to create stars and today we have two of my very good friends we got Mr. Keithers from Texas, and we got Mr. Gabe from Texas. Why don't you two guys say hello? Hi guys, I'm from I'm Gabe Aponte. I'm from Texas. Um, I am currently a junior here at MacU. Um, I'm actually a sophomore on the field, thanks to COVID. Our yes, little, sir. little, uh, little friend. So that's our my situation. So I'm actually a 21 year old that is um, still here playing, trying to fight for a dream, and willing to give insight on what's on my brain as well. Oh yeah, yo! What it do? I'm Keith, and I'm from Texas, and I am a freshman, and you know, just here giving a second chance at the game that I love, and hopefully pursue it in the future. So, and I'm just here to give thoughts on everything that's going on. Yeah, well, like I said, guys, they're here for today. Very excited, and if you guys like them, we're gonna bring them back. Um, after this episode, so um, before we get kicked off too deep into it, I, when I last checked how the trail show was doing before I took the long break, because if you guys remember, this is the first episode we've done since, uh, I want to say late June, early July, and when I last checked it though, we were voted top 80 uh, late night talk shows, I looked it up on Google, and I was like, looked up the trail show, uh, Google was just looking up through Google images, and I popped up uh, the best, or like top 80 or something like that, uh, late night talk shows, and the trail show was like the prime uh, picture on that I popped up, and so that made me feel really good. That means that 
I wasn't just speaking nonsense. <laughs> that you guys are actually listening to what I was saying, processing it. Um, and so I'm definitely going to go into that. Um, like I said, we're restructuring it, um, but we're still going to have that same, you know, mentality. You know, we want to see, um, well, you know, obviously, you know, guys know I want to see uh, the dating game uh, relationships, you know, change drastically because the route that relationships are at now, whether they're friendships or romantic, they're just not in a good state right now. Um, and so uh, I got Mr. Gabe here with me. Uh, this guy, he is in a very committed relationship. So I would love to pick this pick this guy's brain real quick a little yeah. bit about, you know, just how, so how long have you been together with your girl? And tell me a little bit about her. Sure. Um, so I've been with my girl for about two years now. Um, it's been a long and loving relationship. And she's a great woman and I respect her and love her dearly. She's like a best friend to me, but also a great loving partner. So it's starting to get into that serious talk, you know, of her how things might look in the future, yeah. whether that's together and, and also with uh, things of, talks of, you know, engagement. Yeah, so yeah, the, the those are, yeah, so those, <laughs> yeah, so those are talks that are happening. Um, but at the same time, you know, we've learned a lot through the first two years. You know, uh, most times relationships end real quickly within yeah. like the first couple months. Yeah. So we had to really um, go through that strong. And especially us, because we also um we're a long distance relationship from the get-go wow so we, two years in a long yeah, distance that's crazy. exactly and 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 yes there's a time where we've even talked about it where you know we need to start being closer together and living with each other but at the same time it's also a matter of uh um uh, just just figuring things out you know between each yeah. other and also just staying strong through uh the relationship so i guess yeah. that's just the main start but she's she's like I said, my best friend, my lover, and, and I just love her dearly. That's that's pretty cool. Um, that's really fun. I mean, mm-hmm. seeing relationships like that at Blossom, mm-hmm. you know, especially the ones that are for two years. And the two years, that's a long time. I mean, I know some, like you said, let's say end within the first couple months. I've seen yeah, some that's end within the first couple of weeks. And I think, yeah. obviously, one of the biggest things is, and it sounded like y'all did a really good job with it, you know, and tested it, was patience. Mm-hmm. I think patience in a relationship is probably the most important thing that people forget. Um people get, you know, so caught up into the, the the whole label factor, you know, they want to be called girlfriend and boyfriend so bad, you know, they, they don't want to take time to really understand who are they calling, you know, their girlfriend or boyfriend, you know, they don't necessarily, you know, just say stop, okay, let me make mm-hmm. sure I got this right, because at this point, to be honest, at this point of our age in life, we're not dating just to date anymore. We're not dating mm-hmm. just because it's fun or it's cool. We're dating to, to be with the person that we expect to be with for the rest of our life. Yeah, the facts, facts. I mean, Eddie, obviously Eddie and Keith, you guys are just not getting into college and everything like that. So, I, but I'm obviously understand that you two have probably had some, you know, experiences and stuff like that. You know, and so you know, you guys understand that when you're at this point in your life, you know, you want to make sure that the person that you are with is that person for you. And even if that, you know, even if it feels right, sometimes it doesn't always mean it is right. Um, so I'm gonna just go around a little circle here, Eddie. Yeah. Um, what have what in all of your relationships that you've been in? I'm not saying you've been in a lot, but in the one you have been, if you have been in any, what is the most important thing you think you have learned in the lesson you took away from it? The most important thing that I've learned in the past relationships that I've been in, uh, I guess I would probably say is communication. You gotta when you're in. A relationship with somebody communication is key it don't matter how big or how small the situation is like it could either be let's say 
you're busy and you're not able to contact your partner for a while. Like you need to communicate and let them know yeah. that you're not going to be able to contact them because then it just brings that, you know, the second guessing and the suspicion. Even though if you're not up to no good or you're doing something that's not bad or anything like that, like it's still good to communicate because even the small things, the small situations can turn into bad situations. Because like in my past relationships, I've had like small situations, small little things come up and it just turned into something really big and just ruined the whole situation. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, can you do So, um, the biggest thing I've learned is to worry about what I think and not what other, not what other people think. Yeah. And that's good. I'm not going to lie. Um, Sorry, mom. We're gonna bring you into this. <laughs> My mom, you know, I'm an only child, and get shut uh, down. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I'm a mom's little baby, and no girl's gonna be perfect for her. No girl's Facts. gonna be perfect. But Facts. just because no girl's gonna be perfect in her eyes doesn't mean they're perfect in my eyes. Yeah. And just that's one of the things I've learned. And a good friend told me that one time that I don't need to worry about other people's opinions and worry about my own. Yeah. I think that's really important. I'll Gabe, I'll come to you in a little bit. I think that's really important because whenever, so the, one of the biggest things I have about being in a relationship, whether if I'm at a school or just in general, whenever I am in the interested in somebody, I usually try to keep that to myself. When I say that, I mean, I try to, if I'm really serious about a person, like, you're, okay, now I'm not going to say, say, if I see a really cute girl that walks by, I'm going to be like, golly. Grab a glass real quick. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> you know, I might be like, I got a slide on shawty real quick, but if I'm truly interested in a person, like if I truly feel like I can see, like obviously not saying like I want to see my person, so that person future wise, but like I can see something, you know, kind of starting off there. I usually keep that to myself because we can feel easily pressured into being in a relationship that we're not ready for. For sure. You know, um, when when we're, when we're, you know, (laughs) when we're interested in someone, you know, we, we tend to always jump on the, 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 the train of, Oh man, what is it? What is it going to look like? You know, we're walking down the hallways and stuff like that. Or we're walking to the mall or like we're out eating and stuff. We're going to look cute and stuff like that. You know, we hop on social media and we see all these different cute couples and stuff like that. And we start to feel that pressure like we need to be. And I was, hey, I'm going to, I'm guilty of it. It's winter time. I love to cuddle. Golly, it's the first winter in forever that I haven't had a person to cuddle with. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of where I thought like, man, I'm feeling pressured into doing this. But yeah, what yeah, happens yeah. is when we succumb to that pressure, we get put in situations we're not ready for. You know, we could be, be talking to, or, okay, let me, let me reflect, because I hate that term. We could be communicating with a girl you know, and we're, you know, dating them or, you know, starting the process of dating them. And, you know, because we're feeling that pressure, whether it's from our peers or just social media, you know, of being together, that we tend to forget about the whole dating process. You know, mm-hmm. and I think the dating process is the most important thing of a relationship because, you know, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit in just a little bit. But, you know, I think that we've kind of dropped off the whole idea of going on dates. Um, we've gone to the stage of what kids call it the talking stage, you know, which I hate the talking stage. Dumbest, Stupidest dumbest thing, thing ever. ever. It's literally Stupidest pointless thing. because you don't, you're doing exactly what what, the, what it says. You're just talking. You're not, it, you're not doing nothing with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but before I go, I need to ask Gabe, um, in the relationship you've been in, mm-hmm. what ha- what is the most important thing you've learned since being in your two years? Yeah, so... 
there's a lot of things you learn and, and pick up on the, on the journey. Um, but the first thing I think was the biggest thing is just knowing who you're with. Like, like you said, I know, not talking like about the talking phase, but more of like the communication, right? Like what you said, you know, interacting with that person that you're with, and and getting to know who they are, not just the physical, and not just like what they see in, I don't know, sports. You know, it's not like yeah. that. It's more of like how they feel about things like serious things like abortion or things like your political standpoints or even religion and something those are three pillars those yeah. are three pillars that are like strong in people's ideals because eventually you know not saying you know i'm not saying like in a three-month relationship that you're trying to live with the person already like, yeah. I, i'm yeah. not i'm not I've saying that. that before yeah but the main thing is like with when you're in that relationship at the beginning <laughs> yeah i know but when, when you're in that relationship in the beginning yeah. you really want to focus on just you need to know them yeah, you exactly. Need to see how they are. You need to then eventually, them. you know, where I'm at in this two-year phase, I'm very comfortable with with moving in and being with the person that I love right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's just more of that. So just Can getting to know. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and be to know them. Yeah, go ahead. So I've been dating. I've been dating someone for almost close to three and a half months now, and mm-hmm. I know that's not a long time, but um, what I've noticed and what I've missed is what I consider the innocent stage, where the first couple months we were literally just having fun with each other. We were getting to know each other. We were having, you know, deep talks, you know, how do we feel about this? How do we feel about that? The honeymoon phase. Yes, the honeymoon phase. phase. And, you know, whenever things get serious, then, you know, you turn into, oh, like this this is the serious phase. Yeah. And, you know, just don't move in too fast to that because you know later on you're gonna miss just the you know the the little dances in front of the tail lights of your car at night you know Facts. just that kind of thing never got that before mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know what that is yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey it's there it's there <laughs> We dance under the, uh, under the, the diamonds, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's there. It's possible. Promise. Yeah, yeah. But stay in the honeymoon phase for as long as you can before you feel like it's right to be serious with that one person yeah. that you really Most definitely. For. Now, I, I'd like to ask, so you say this honeymoon phase, will you describe what your version of the honeymoon phase is? That's a good so, question. Can um, answer that? From personal experience, from with the girl with with the girl I'm with right now, you know, um, it took me a while to you know kiss her and stuff like that due to the fact of me always having butterflies whenever I'm around whenever I'm around her. Oh, how cute. Every time I look oh. at her, you know, it's oh. just this overwhelming, <laughs> just this overwhelming <laughs> sense of happiness, mm-hmm. um, and just really enjoying each other's company without the stress of am I making this girl happy even though in reality you're making the person happy just being there with them right not thinking about anything else you're lost in the moment yeah Yeah. that's Uh, what I would consider the honeymoon phase I think what's important to mention there um, is we get wrapped up in trying to create the projects to please our partner exactly mm-hmm. and when i say pride that's not like physical things that's a that's mental things too because that's we have to be able to physically please and mentally and also spiritually please our partner so we get caught up into figure out how to do that that we don't actually get to see ourselves doing that every day 
you know, and sometimes, you know, you ever, you guys heard that say it's cheesy as heck, but this, the little things count. Yeah, it, it, and it's very true. The yeah. little, the little, the little things that we don't notice, they count, especially when we're, you know, you know, so for, for my, for my instance, you know, I've only been in really one main relationship. I've been in like many relationships that debunked, but yeah. I've been in one big, it lasted for four years and, mm. you know, I, there's a lot of things that I did right and a lot of things I did wrong, but one of the things I made sure I did really right um, in that relationship was I made sure that we lived in the moment. Yeah. You know, we we can argue all day long. You know, we can argue about the dumbest stuff all day long. We were young also. So we we, could, we would argue about like, you know, she would come over to the house, you know, if I, if I, my feet stink or something like that, she would yell at me. We would argue, <laughs> we would argue about that all day. She would yell at me about how I need to start putting, you know, the, the shoe sniffers in my cleats after practice mm-hmm. and stuff like that so I don't yeah. stink. You know, so we get into it about that, you know, but the best moments of that, of us being in those situations whereas at the end of the day when we are have our last hour together before she goes home or I go home when it's just us and we completely block out the rest of the world exactly we completely negate what's going on around us and it's just us too I you know I've been in situations with girls you know um where you can you can definitely feel like you feel everybody else in the room, which is something that you kind of don't want to feel sometimes. When, it, yeah. when, you are, when you want to connect with that person, you want to, you know, feel that. And, I, and so, you know, that's where it comes into the topic of, you know, finding that spark. And people all the time get, get confused on what the spark is in a relationship. They think the spark is, you know, when you, first, when you both tell each other you like each other, mm-hmm. where you're going that first, sometimes the first kiss, you know, I'm a guilty of it. I watch Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. Hallmark movies. Amen. Hallmark movie teaches us that the kiss is the the spark mm-hmm. that's what the spark is it's not what the spark is the spark is literally when you feel like y'all two are the only people in the room even if you're mm-hmm. in a room of a hundred when you look and from a guy's point of view when you look at her and you can't help but like sh- like s- like sweat a little bit i was just about to say or that. you know depending how long you've been in a relationship with a girl you know you can't help but like shed a tear a little bit Cause you feel like you just feel like you're so freaking lucky, like you shouldn't be able to be in this moment with that girl, you know. Most definitely. Um, and so you know that's where that that's where I I kind of get annoyed by certain people because they're like, oh man, I'm in love with this girl, dude. You've only known this girl for like two weeks, two maybe. weeks. Yeah, even then. And it's like you haven't even. And I asked one time, where did, when did you feel it? Oh, we talked about it. Mm. What does that even mean? <laughs> what is that? Hey, there's that word talk, like you said. Man, exactly. Talk. I think also one of the things I would call like the spark is, for example, me. The very first time I saw my girlfriend walk <laughs> towards me, I got butterflies. I got butterflies. Now, this was, was this I, while I, I, I was, were talking, or is this when you first met? I was there. I, I was there for that. <laughs> you were there for that. Yeah. I was there for that, man. Um, Never seen a guy look like he was gonna. Poop his pants. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. fair though. That's a fair reaction. Um, but the very first time she like she walked my direction, I got butterflies. Every time I talk to her, I get butterflies. Every time I'm on Facetime with her, and her cute little smile comes on, mm, I I get butterflies. I mean, you can ask Gabe here. I mean, this guy Keith. I here. smile all the time. Whenever so, I'm yeah. This guy, this guy right here, this guy. Hey, I still respect. Him. I, I love respect it. 100%. Eddie, do you have anything to chime in on it? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I understand on his point of, like, when you first saw, like, the person you like. Like, the person that I'm, like, dedicated to and the person that I want. I remember the first time that when I saw her, 
It's actually a pretty funny story. So it was actually when... <laughs> so yeah, go ahead, let the man speak. Let the man, let the man speak his Okay, mind. so this is when I first met Trill. So we were, mm. we, were, we were at the college day of MacU. It was yeah. like the greeting day. Speak it. And I was going to... We were in Kennedy Hall, and when I was over there doing all my financial stuff, I was in the elevator, and this is how I knew that there's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girl goes into the elevator and from that moment I felt butterflies. I was like, mm. this girl I have to talk to, I have to. And from that moment on, I knew her only as the elevator girl. The elevator girl, yeah. Here we go, the elevator girl. Didn't know her name and this girl was just smack dabbing gorgeous. I, I didn't have the courage to go up there and talk to her at that moment, but you know, I didn't even know she was even going to college there. I could, she could have been just, you know, touring it or whatever. Then one day, it was at the, what is it called? When we were at the Mackey dance. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, I the saw her again. First week, yeah. I saw her again. I was like, man, this girl is beautiful, bro. I have to talk to her. Throughout the dance, you know, I was vibing, doing my thing, doing the dancing and all that. Still didn't talk to her. <laughs> You know, I was still trying to work up that courage. I was like, man, I, I got to get to talk to this girl, right? And then finally the dance is over, and I see her by herself. I go up to her, and I was like, I have to do this. I exchange info with her, then exchange <laughs> the info, and then it was that, you know? It was like, we, had, we exchanged the info. We, st we didn't really talk, you know, just had each other's info and all that. But one day I saw her sitting alone. And I decided I needed to go talk to her. Yeah. So I started talking to her. Alpha move right there, man. Yeah. Started some conversation with her. Just nothing big. So asked her how her day was, what she was studying, things like that. That's where it starts, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And from there, I think we kind of just clicked, you know. Um, after that, she asked me to hang out a few times. I've asked her to hang out a few times. And from since then, I've every time that I'm with her, I feel butterflies. Every time I see her, I feel butterflies. Um, it's just, you know, when you, like, the way I feel about her is, like, put me in a room filled with toxic people and her in there, it's gonna feel like it's only her and I in there. Yeah. That's the best feeling in the world, man. And, no, go ahead, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, but, um, just from, like, the two years perspective as yeah. well. You know, this, this stage is, is very nice and enjoyable. And also, like, I, for me especially, I think that it should still kind of continue on, like, throughout... Mm -hmm. Your relationship, obviously, you know, you put more of the effort in and, you know, put more thought process into, you know, events like birthdays and, and holidays and date events, even just anniversaries. So stuff like that. Obviously, you know, that might sound tiring and it might sound exhausting, but those type of thoughts that you're talking about, you know, how butterflies just start to sparkle up when you're just near her or how a room just silences when you just see her. Mm. It kind of like, you know, kind of plays in that factor of, well, I'm just willing to bear through um, those kind of tough parts of, you know, planning. Because most guys, at least at least some, are, you know, especially me too, are, are trying to figure out still um, the planning part with, you know, putting the effort in and planning out even when you're an athlete out of school, yeah. doing school stuff and still trying to plan out anniversaries and dates and stuff because and, that's important later on in a relationship. But, um, Keeps over here getting like a stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put your notes. Put your notes in your phone, guys. <laughs> <laughs> But breaking up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it not all funny. 
just a matter of keeping that interaction. Yeah. And, and appreciating that moment that you have with your partner. And, and understanding that those moments shouldn't necessarily die because of a phase change. But more of, they should continue, but you put more effort in as you continue. All right, Gabe, I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. So we... Why'd you put your hand on his shoulder? Sorry, my bad. Hey, he's getting close to me. He's, he's interacting with my soul, sir. You hey, know? hey, guys, pride, you know. <laughs> so you kind of heard me, Eddie's, like, uh, the very first time we saw our women and stuff like that. Ooh, good question. What made you decide that Alex was your woman? Mm. So... My story is an interesting story because, in essence, we actually started seeing each other my freshman year of high school, okay. and we only saw each other. For, we were dating, quote unquote, with uh, for about four weeks, okay. and it did end up breaking off for a certain reason. It was very specific to her, the traumatic experience that she went through, and and later now I understood, but at the time, you know, I was confused. I was fourteen years you were, old. You were young. Yeah, and I didn't understand why. So obviously, I was broken. But um, later on, once I got into college, uh, I was at a JUCO in the East Coast, and I got back in touch with her after mm-hmm. after a year being in the East Coast. That's fair. Yeah, and so I, because she was there at the time as well, um, going to school, and she was not too far away, about four or five hours, and I we just started talking, and that spark that we felt whenever actually, oh, sorry to answer your question. Um, it was during a dance. It was during a homecoming dance. I had no... I actually, you know what? Funny story. I've showed up in jeans and a pull... Like a button-down um, lum- lumberjack shirt. It was it was ridiculous because I had no idea what a homecoming was. I had no clue. And I've seen... And I'm, I'm serious. I pull up in jeans, the stupidest shirt you could imagine, Converse on my feet... And everyone's out here dressed in like nice ass clothes <laughs> nice. And, and shoes and dressed down. And I'm just here looking like an idiot. So that, like you said, that moment that kind of like sparked everything was when I was with my friend group at the time. Yeah. And, she, and I knew her, but I didn't know her per se. And I, she came over to me and we kind of talked and then there was still someone come on. And so I actually mustered out the courage and asked her if she wanted to dance. That's an alpha move right yeah, there. Yeah, it was tough. And, like, no disrespect to Eddie, because that, that takes a lot. You know, yeah. even, in, <laughs> and like Eddie said, he still came around to, to give up that courage. And oh, that's, yeah, yeah. And that's all that matters. It's just that first step. But to go back to the story, we, she, I took her out the dance floor, and I, like, didn't even know where to put my hands and she literally grabbed my hand. You accidentally grabbed it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, I thought like ballroom. I was thinking like, oh, oh. Hand up in the air. Oh, We're gonna swing back and forth. <laughs> so a little but, bit of a dip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but finally, so I, I, you know, she puts my hands around my hips and put, and I, or uh, sorry, she puts her hands around my hips and grabs, or at first grabs my hands, puts around her, uh, her uh, neck. Yeah, and she, oh. and as I, and I know, oh. and, then, then I look, and then at that moment I look up into her eyes oh. and I just I just I just melted. What was I, the song that was playing? Do you remember the song? Oh. That's important. See, that is important. <laughs> I'm not important. Gonna lie. She's gonna kill was, you. No, it was a hundred. It was hundred percent. I think it was uh, um one of uh, the 
Oh no! No, I know, I know the song is perfect. I think it's called. perfect by Ed Sheeran. There you go, bro. What a song! Hey, there you go. Do it to so that's Dude. so we were so she did. People don't believe that. Yeah, a, a song makes a relationship sometimes. It's, a song, it's, it's perfect. The song, it, you, oh. it's perfect. And there you go. You see that? Yeah. That's right. Tie it back oh, into yeah. the story. Yeah. <laughs> so, but so that point, I looked in their eyes, and that's when like I felt. Um, that pull in your like your sternum, mm-hmm. your like your heart, and that's when like I knew I was like, she's very beautiful, and I I'm starting to fall for this woman, and so that's when we started the four week and we'll date. That's when the whole situation happened. But then that's when we came back together and long distance and found a way. That's that's pretty. That's up. beautiful. That's though. awesome, bro. I I think that, you know, I mean we we got about like ten minutes left, you know. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but I think you know you know I said it. You know, sometimes a song makes you late. Sometimes a song can make a, make that spark occur. You know, but like I said, like I said, you can't. One thing that people do all the time, not everybody, but a lot of people do relationships is they they try to plan when mm-hmm. the relationship, when the mm-hmm. big moments in the relationship's gonna happen. They try to plan it out. You know, they'll be like, oh, we're gonna on this day, you know, we're gonna start, you know, doing this, or mm-hmm. maybe in a few weeks we're gonna start doing this, you know, or you know, in like a few months, you know, we're gonna be like this. Okay, so here's a problem with it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're giving optimism, but you're forcing yourself to rush the, a process mm-hmm. to meet that deadline. You, you put your relationship on a deadline. You're not giving yourself the time that you need to find out who this person is. Know them. You, you know them. Know why you feel that way about them. That's, no. It's kind of a situation where people are like, because people ask all the time, would you rather stay where you are now or fast forward 10 years into the future when you're rich and stuff. I go, I'll stay where I am now because when I'm 10 years in the future rich, I won't, people ask, what do you owe your success to? I don't know. I cheated. I skipped. I skipped everything. I don't know what I, I don't know what I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can go back and look at what I did, but I don't know what I did. Did I feel that personally? Same thing in relationships. When you try to hop ahead, you don't, you're not processing what's going on because you're just speed running through everything. Mm-hmm. You're not actually enjoying the moment that you have right there. Yeah, there's smiles and giggles every now and then, but you're not getting the full experience. Mm-hmm. Your heart is not, you know, for a guy point of view, I, I really can't speak on girls. And eventually we're going to have a girl in here, you know, I love to pick, you know, we're going to have, we're going to have a slew of older girls or older women, older, older guys. Um, and, you know, girls our age too, and guys our age too, because I want to hear different point of views. But when it comes to guys, you know, especially our age, We've got to get out of that, of that thing of you know just trying to make everything happen really quick. We got to yeah. get out of that stage of not everything has to be intimate. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You know, yes, I'm gonna say, it. guys, we horny. <laughs> we are. That is what as our big problem. You know, I mean, you know the, you know, you know we can we can dedicate it to to pornography. We can dedicate it to you know girl, social media. We can dedicate it to whatever. We are in control of our own body. Mm-hmm. That does not control us. That is a mindset that said. I've heard. I've heard a guy on the internet say that, you know, pornography is is controlling. It's mind. It takes over your mind. No, it doesn't. It'll you allow it to, you know, control aspects of your life. But in reality, you are the only person that controls what goes on in your life. When you deal with those thoughts of, you know, doing the nasty with the person before you even get to know the person, you completely, you know, get. And no, here I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm the perfect soul. Yeah. I've been intimate with women before when I should have waited because. Yes, the Bible, and we're going to get a little bit of scripture here. I'm at, yeah, it glorifies sex. You know, it, it says that, hey, sex is fine. But it also said that states that it's a gift. Exactly. Sex is a gift. That's big. And 
we don't want to abuse that gift. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith, I know you were going to say something. So yeah, I was going to say that... Um, I just went blank. My bad, guys. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, if you rush into things and you're intimate with someone, you know, you're not looking at what's going to happen in the future after that happens. You're not. You know, how is that going to affect your relationship once that's over? Exactly, yeah. That's why, you know, the honeymoon phase and, you know, you, you start getting somewhat serious with someone, then you're in the serious phase of, oh, we're actually intimate and stuff like that. You just don't rush into it. Yeah. Because then you're going to miss all the good memories, all the great memories that's going to build your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's. So, Eddie, because you haven't really said much, would it, you got anything to chime in? You haven't said much in the last, like, five minutes? <laughs> uh, give me some. Give me some. Give me some. Give me some to. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. okay. So, like, I'll, I... give, I'll give you something. So, um, this, ele- the elevator girl, correct? That yeah, yeah, yeah. Intimate with, in a sense. I guess. Um, if, how do you see yourself, you all too, in the future? In the future? Know? Yeah. Okay. Take, just taking a step. So I can't. Oh man, let's, let's, let's. So I know, hey, <laughs> I understand it's early. Commercial break? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do understand it's early. Yeah, but yeah. like, in an ideal relationship, especially with this person, how do you feel it should look like? Dude, know? honestly, wow. so this girl, in my eyes, She's perfect. It's gotten to the point where when I see other females, they come off as unattractive to me. Mm-hmm. Like, she's the most beautiful thing in the world. So, for me, honestly, like we said in the beginning, we're at that point of age where we don't just date to date. Like, if, I, if I'm talking to you to maybe start dating or whatsoever, I'm, I'm doing that because I can see myself marrying you. I can see myself... All right, so I can see myself pursuing a future with them. So, like, in this time, it is just honestly, like, I'm not going to just date you to date you. Like, especially with the words, like, if I say I love you, I mean it. You know what I mean? Because that's not a word that I just throw around very easily. Like, you, if I say that to you, that means you have a special spot in my heart, if that makes sense. So... Like, and with this girl that I'm with, this, you know, my situation. Head over heels for. Head over over heels for. Most smackdown gorgeous girl, in my opinion. Um, She listens to this podcast. If she listens to the podcast, she listens to the podcast, you know. What, What do I have to lose, you know what I mean? But. Like, if you do listen to this, just know that you hold a very special place in my heart, and I care a lot about you, and I honestly see a future with you. You know, if it's part of God's plan, it's part of God's plan, and I believe it is, but in due time, time will tell, you know what I mean? Welcome to the trail show, ladies and gentlemen, and on the trail show... We make matches. And today's blind date contestant. <laughs> yeah. And also to top off on what Mr. Edster said here, um, I agree with, I, I agree with him. You know, I don't date to date because I'm not gonna waste your time and I don't wanna waste my time. I date to Exactly. Marry. And just if I, if I see I have potential with you, that means I wanna learn more about you. I wanna get to know you, I wanna make fun memories. To see where our relationship goes. Yeah. And not move too fast with it. 
Exactly. I think that is a situation that I have in my, like, in my, I guess, the talking stages or relationships. Like, I see, like, sometimes I move things too quickly. I don't know if it's necessarily just all me, but, like, everything, maybe, like, just the surroundings, the environment, you know, just the situation that makes things move so quickly. And, like, in my word of advice for everybody is don't try to rush things. Because as soon as you start rushing things, it starts putting the pressure on her, pressure on you, and it just makes everything... It's, it just loses that sentimental value that y'all have during y'all's honeymoon stage. Yeah. So you want to keep it... Stay... I don't want to say, like, stay strictly friends, but, like, don't try to get serious too fast because as soon as you start putting those labels and everything on there and like what Trill said earlier start worrying about what other people think and things like that it's it you just lose that sense of value in y'all's relationship or like don't get serious until you're serious don't yes get consumed. yes because in like like you say like it's it may be too early and you never know because in the talking stage this is when you guys are feeling each other out and you never know if it's going to be, if it's going to be like, if it's going to be meant to be, if it's, if y'all are supposed to be together or not. So on that time, you really need to take your time, get to know them, enjoy it, you know, have those fun times together, have that communication and all that stuff. You don't want to move on, move into a relationship too quickly because as soon as you do that, it brings a lot to the table and it will make it very sticky. Yeah. Um, I think that... <laughs> what is going I'm sorry, on I'm sorry. <laughs> I try to keep my face straight. <laughs> Why I do try... you run like that? <laughs> when, when, when we get the cameras in here, guys, yeah. you guys are going to see a lot more. <laughs> Honestly, um, but uh, what was I saying? That's a very good point, you man. I think that... It... Simple as this. The keys to a relationship... And, you know, and Gabe can pitch in on this if, if he wants to. The, the keys to having a successful relationship is honesty, respect, and understanding, you know, what love is. Um, honest, and then, uh, obviously, if you, you know, from a, from a religious aspect, the number one thing in religious aspect is keep making sure God's the center of it. Amen. Um, I think that what, a lot of relationships completely forget that. You know, we, 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 we talk God before we get in a relationship, you know, we, we use, we talk about God, you know, God, give me that person, you know, I'm ready, I'm ready to be with that person. Or, you know, especially when they say singleness is a gift, you know, we should be, use that time we're single, or we're, we're connected with your God, we're with you, but we tend to not, when we get in that relationship, we completely forget him and put him on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And we don't make him the center of our relationship because he is what holds us all together. Um, I, I think I'll jump in. Yeah. Um, I think the main thing with, especially religion, because I'm not going to lie, me and my girl aren't necessarily the exact same in religion, Um, but she respects it. I think the major thing is having respect within each other's religion. So, obviously, I am a believer in God, and a believer in Jesus Christ, and understand all of that teachings, Um, and she respects that, and she understands that that energy is still within the world. Um, I think the main thing is that within a relationship, it's just a matter of uh, respecting each other's decisions in in religion. So as long as that respect's there, I think things can go a long way. So I think that's about 
majorly what I feel on religion. So don't just cast out anyone that yeah. doesn't believe necessarily in God. It's just more about hear what they have to say, and as long as they're willing to respect you in that same aspect, then I think it's a good start. Yeah. So as long as that's going, keep going. So don't just cast anyone out, but just hear them, and as long as they're respecting you back, if they're not, then have talks, but if, they're, if they are, then keep going. Yeah, and I think that's definitely a, a topic that, that the religion and relationships is a topic that's going to need its own episode. That's going to need its own episode. Um, so I definitely think that we, we, we can say that. Uh, but, you know, guys, I, I'm excited for what has transpired with the trail show and what's going to happen. I'm hoping that, you know, obviously since I've been gone for a little bit, I'm pretty sure I fell out of that top 80 late night talk show running. But I'm, we're going to get back into that. And so now I got my co-hosts. And, you know, if you guys liked Keith and Gabe part of it, you know, I would yeah. love to keep. I'd love to come back. I love you know, me. Hey, say. If you guys want a permanent, let me know because we can definitely make that work too. Because I feel like, you know, I'd be down. We I'd can definitely down. make that work. Uh, but uh, Trail signing off. Keith signing off. Hey, this is Eddie. And I just want to say a big thank you to everybody for listening out to this. And I'm looking forward to working with you guys and looking forward to giving off more topics about things about the college life experience, relationships, anything that we can talk about. And I just got to say, Eddie Garris, signing off. Gail Ponte, signing off. Y'all have a good night. Thank y'all so much for tuning into the show show. And new episodes come out every Friday. We'll see you next time.